0: Ah, how very lovely. I was thinking, as I was listening to that, Mary, did you know? And after uh, the sermon this morning, we will sing, what child is this? Um, Last week, as we ended the Zechariah story, there was this question about who is this, uh, who will John the Baptist, who will this baby become? Lots of questioning, and I think that's such a wonderful part of this Advent season. ...and entering into some of the unknowing. Well, beautiful music that leads us to our gospel lesson this morning... ...which comes to us from the Gospel of Luke. Uh, Last week we heard about the angel Gabriel um, coming to Zechariah in the temple. This morning we hear about the angel Gabriel coming to Mary... In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, "...the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who is said to be barren. for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, "...here am I, the servant of the Lord." Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Uh, Oh God, we take in this morning a holy wondering about this story, about an angel, about a yes, about what this has to do with us. And your call on our lives, open, open your word to us, that we might follow and say yes as Mary did. Amen. The year was 1940. A nine-year-old black boy was walking through the street of Clerksdorp, South Africa holding his mother's hand, the time they were living under the South African law called apartheid. It was the law in that day that a black person who passed a white person on the street should step aside and let the white person pass. The boy and his mother saw a white man approaching them and they prepared to step aside when, to their surprise, The white man stepped off the sidewalk, tipped his hat to the boy's mother in a sign of respect and honor, and then walked on. The boy was taken back by this. As he and his mother walked down the center of the sidewalk and smiled at the man, the boy said, Mother, why did that man stand aside for us? I thought white people weren't supposed to do that. Why didn't he want us to step aside? The mother answered, because my son, that man is a man of God. That man is a priest. It was then and there that the little boy decided what he wanted to do with his life. He too would become a priest. That little boy was Desmond Tutu. Desmond Tutu became not only an Episcopalian priest, but an archbishop. A human rights activist, not only worked and prayed relentlessly for an end to apartheid, but also for the healing of his nation afterwards. He became a witness to the world of what peace, justice and reconciliation look like. We are approaching very quickly the year anniversary of Bishop Tutu's death. We don't know, who was that man who stepped aside? who tipped his hat. It's possible that Bishop Tutu and his mother didn't know this man's name either. In fact, it's quite probable that they didn't. But what we do know is that this priest, this man's break with convention and even the law, this man's stepping aside opened up a way for God to work in this little boy. This boy who would become, again, a witness to the power of Jesus and the Holy Spirit and reconciliation in the world. This man, who again, we don't know his name, stepped aside for God. I couldn't help but thinking how many people we don't know their names who have uh, been powerful witnesses to healing and hope in the world. On the priest's part, at that time, it might have seemed like a small act of surrender, like a small thing, to heed the spirit, to give up control, to allow God to make God's way, to be humble enough, again, to step aside for another. And in doing so, stepping aside makes way for God. The scripture story we just heard this morning is called the Annunciation. Uh, Gabriel's appearance to Mary with this good news from God. This particular story in Scripture is one of the most um, prominent scenes in Christian art. It is painted um, by everyone from Ruben to Da Vinci. Um, there's early icons of this story. Um, you can do what I did, which was. Um, Google it. <laughs> and if you go on Wikipedia uh, and you, you scroll through, what you find is uh, pieces of art, one after the other. I actually wanted to show this picture, but then was kind of concerned because we've had a few issues with Facebook over the years about uh, posting public pieces on our uh, in our broadcast. So I'm just going to describe to you this one painting um, that caught my eye. There's a painting by a less notable painter, uh, whose name is Henry Osawa Tanner, 1898. If you're scrolling through, and again, do it, just um, type in images of um, the Annunciation, you will be caught as I was by the brightness of this piece. It is... um, so notable in comparison to the others. bright yellow. And in this picture, you'll have over to the right-hand side, an image of Mary, who's a very uh, you can tell she's a young girl. She's sitting in a cave-like space. The look on her face, she's kind of in a little brown dress. The look on her face is one of not fear but wonder. And over on the left-hand side, what you'll see is light, just a shaft of light. It is the angel. The angel who's arrived and lit up this space and caused her to wonder about what her life would be like, right? There's this surrender in this story, this surrender to, con- uh, to leave convention, to step aside. She would have known what her life was supposed to be, right? She this young virgin engaged to, uh, to Joseph, would have lived quite an ordinary life. Something she would have known. And yet, here was this angel. This pillar of light so vibrant that seems to shower the whole space. What you feel, what I felt when I looked at it again, was not fear, but curiosity and openness. What would this mean? Mary's got to be thinking, what would this mean for me to to step aside from what I have known, to be open to something so big when I am so small? But yes, but yes, yes, here I am, Lord. I will step away from from what I know, from the way I thought things were going to go, so that your saving grace might not just come to me, but might come to to the whole world through this Christ child, through this incarnate, through this one Emmanuel, God with us. Mary stepped aside. So God could step in. You know, the serenity prayer from AA, which has been claimed now to be meaningful to literally millions of people, both in and out of recovery. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Sometimes the most holy thing we can do is step aside. ...so that God can show us what to do. To seek that kind of wisdom to know the difference. Sometimes the most sacred act is to accept the things that we cannot change... ...and to give God the space to step in and act... ...in those places where we don't have a solution, right? So often God's solutions to our human predicament... ...are wildly and profoundly more elegant and healing... And marvelous than anything we could come up with. I think about that in that story of that little boy, Desmond Tutu. And who he became as an adult. Wildly, profoundly more wonderful than what anyone could have expected. And Mary. Wildly, profoundly more wonderful than anything anyone could have expected from this young girl in this first century Judea. Mary knew that saying yes, Hmm. Mary knew that saying yes, I was gonna say was gonna be difficult. I'm not quite sure what the right word is. Mary knew it would be a challenge, right? She got some info on this as as the story was unfolding. She knew it would be hard, but she knew that it would be her greatest joy. That God, as she stepped away from the convention that she knew, to be an instrument of God's master plan in the world, to be of service to God, her humble acceptance, Mary's humble acceptance, led to the birth of this one. We celebrate this season that we live our lives in commitment to. This act of stepping aside was not an act of weakness, but of the great strength. So this morning with Mary, we claim, here we are, here I am, Um, and God's response to the angel is, with me, all things are possible, all things, amen.